Hey, everybody. What is up? Rahil Ramzanali, Jose Partida. Thank you for listening. We are sticking true to our word. We're going to try to do a podcast episode every Friday. Every other Friday. Every other Friday. But we're going to do every Friday if we can. Okay. Minimum every other Friday. Last week, I was out of town, so we just couldn't do it. And you didn't want to do it by yourself. Probably, I guess. I, it, it didn't occur to me as a thought oh, to do it by myself. You didn't want to step up. I, I, I should have stepped up. I Tyler Whited yeah. situation. So, I, I should have stepped up. Good job. But uh, I didn't. You had your moment. I did. And you you know what? You're like, I don't want it. I struck out looking like yeah. Tyler White does. That's what you did. Yeah, I did. Uh, well, and then I complained I, and bitched about it. Yeah. Well, we're here. Okay. So we're sticking true to this. It's going to be the summer of podcasting. We're going to get this going. Uh, a lot to talk about, but we are we are going to do 40 minutes. That is it. Today? Okay? Yeah. That is it. 40 minutes because we both have to get to places. Jose has a job. I'm going to go eat lunch. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, are you going to go window shop at the Galleria today? No, not today. I That's was going to go. I was going <laughs> to go today because I had to go return something, but I decided to just do it online because I, I really I had a lot of work. I've been doing... Yeah, this whole migration over to like this new streaming platform service. So, yeah, it's just been it's just been a busy time right now. So I didn't have the luxury of walking around the Galleria today, unfortunately, which I enjoy doing. I don't know. I just like just walking around. People, people watching. watching. Yeah. Um, so we speaking of the Galleria, we are going to do this stunt. I've heard about. Yeah. That. And you're going to be part of it. You're Am gonna be, I? Yeah. I think you're going to be the agent. We need a. Are you going to are, are you going to get Indochino to hook me up with a suit? No. Probably not. Okay. Probably not. We don't know what we're gonna do yet. We might. Need, I think more than likely we will. We will use you as the agent. So what we're gonna do is Real Madrid is coming to Houston <laughs> oh, July twentieth, right? So on July nineteenth, which is a Friday, which works out perfectly, I'm gonna go dressed up and look like a Real Madrid player, and we're gonna try to trick all the Galleria people, <laughs> the you know tourists, the shoppers, everybody. Into thinking I'm some player for Real Madrid. So we've isolated four or five guys that we can pull off. So the next step is... Carlos Vela isn't on Real Madrid, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately he's not. He's uh, Galaxy, right? Yeah, LA no, no, LAFC. FC. Yeah. So we found some Brazilians that oh, no. we can pull off, but we're also going to do this. So here's what we're doing. We're going to set up and we're going to have our interns come there and slowly, like, hey, are you that guy? we we'll start taking pictures. And on their phones, we're going to have preloaded photoshops of me. So when new people ask, like, hey, who is that? And we'll say, oh, that's Nacho. Yeah. You know, but we'll have the Real Madrid card. So oh, they can, no. So, like, they don't even have to open up their phones. They can just show them, right? And we're going to get these strangers to take a picture with me and see if we can find them on the internet and re like repost it and yeah. make a video out of this. Yeah. And this all came because last year during the World Cup, the whole thing was I looked like Carlos Vela, which was, it was just pretty de- spot on. And there was even a World Cup generator, or like I remember. a player compare. And guess who? It was Carlos Vela. I think he had like an eighty-four percent match for <laughs> yeah, you or some shit like so that. Yeah, stupid. But uh, we're gonna do that. That's July nineteenth. Uh, that's just a random thing. It has nothing to do with this podcast, but that's what we do on our radio show. It's <laughs> funny, you know. A lot of people, um, like our station is growing, right? Like right. we're number one in Houston, all that good stuff. I normally don't care about ratings. Like, I just don't give a shit about them. I just want, hey, are we having fun? Shows are yeah. doing okay. Management likes it. Are you bringing in money for the station? That's important, right? Uh, but as the station grows, there are a lot of people that still don't know about it. It's just so weird. Like, people I know personally that know I work at ESPN, 
Houston, and they know I do this show, and they'll still be like, hey, what, how can I listen to you? That happens all the time. It's so strange. And then when they listen, they're like, oh, man, you guys are actually pretty good. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, thanks. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, please, you know, if you don't listen to us on ESPN, give us a try. And there might be different audiences here. We might have a lot of crossover. I'm not sure. Uh, but please, yeah, give us a listen, you know, give us a try. I think we, you know, like to have fun and you're on Charlie's show, which is more sports oriented. So if you want sports, like pure sports talk, then listen to Jose from 11 AM to 1 PM ESPN Houston. Okay. Let's get into some stuff in the last two weeks, what we've been up to. It was two weeks or three weeks? It's been two. Two weeks, yeah. Uh, here, I'll give you my life update. Okay, what's happened in the last two weeks? There's a lot of entertainment stuff. Have you improved on skateboarding? I have not gotten better at skateboarding. I, okay. I didn't even get on the board all week. I just, <laughs> I've just i been out every single night uh, for yeah. work. So I didn't even jump on the board oh, this week. I yeah. know. I feel bad. I ate shit in Galveston. Not because the water was dirty, but skimboarding. <laughs> like you ate bad? Oh, you yeah. skateboarding. Okay. Yeah, skimboarding. So skimboarding was horrible. Skimboarding is the one where you, when the wave comes in and there's right. just enough water and you throw that wood board, you catch it, and then you ride it for like three seconds. It's so much fun. But it was so windy that every time I threw the board, the board would just Whoop. whip right back at me. <laughs> so that sucks. Like two old ladies literally watched me for an hour eat shit. <laughs> falling over and over again like i couldn't eat yeah I, I got on like three good i had like three good skims that was it so i did that um entertainment wise here are the following things i watched so after our conversation with michael carroll two weeks ago mm-hmm. we brought up john wick mm-hmm. oh i did see you did that so i watched john wick i started it that night watched john wick one on friday night loved it i thought it was gonna be stupid mm-hmm. i actually didn't even know what it was about you know like but, I, all, what I know is uh, I think he loses his wife uh, and like she before she dies, she bought him a dog or something like that. The dog gets killed and he just goes berserk and becomes like a hitman. Watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy it. OK. I've been telling everyone I think you will enjoy it. Like if you <laughs> if we're cool and we get each other and beta- go watch it, you're going to love it. Unfortunately, it's not on Netflix or HBO. You have to uh, rent it for like two ninety nine or three ninety nine. Okay. Um, man, it is badass. So I used uh, the rule of three. So I heard this interview with the founder of Lululemon on how I built this, and the re- the way he found out about yoga apparel and specifically yoga, I think, was a rule of three. So what he did, if three different people talk about something or he finds out about something from three different ways, that means it's something that is important and is going to be mainstream. Hmm. So this was like back in 97 or 98 when he found Lululemon. But it was three different points of impressions that, hey, yoga, yoga, yoga. So he went and checked it out and then found that need for apparel, right? So that's how he created the company. I'm summarizing this. You can find um, Guy Raz's podcast, How I Built This, right here on your uh, podcast network. You just search for it. It's not on our network, but you'll right. find it. So I use. So I've been using that since last summer as my. Okay, is this important or not important? And it's worked out pretty well for me, hmm. and it might not be like business related, but just yeah. in general, like okay, I need to learn about this, or hey, find out about this, or three different people are talking about this specific thing, learn more about it, right? So I had three different points of impressions of John Wick, 
right. from like three people I trust. And I said, all right, you know what? I'm taking the dive. And it was awesome. <laughs> so I did John Wick on Friday night right after that podcast. John Wick 2 Saturday during the day. Yeah. And John Wick 3, I bought the ticket while I started John Wick 2. <laughs> and I finished it all in a span of 24 hours. That's from awesome. 8 p.m. Friday to 8 p.m. Saturday. Wow. And it was a blast. I think you're going to end up doing that too. It is so binge, good. You binged the trilogy. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a fun movie series. Yeah. You're not going to, there's nothing deep. There's no hidden messages. Right. It's just fun. So I was under the impression, and obviously we won't get into detail about this because maybe spoilers are involved, that it was a trilogy, but now there's a fourth one that's in the works apparently? There's going to end up being seven, oh, I think. Because this universe is so big. Right. Interesting. Okay. The John Wick universe is so huh. big that you can keep adding layers into it. Okay. Like there's a prequel that needs to be made. Mm-hmm. There needs to be a, so or not a side project, uh, what do you call it? Spinoff? A spinoff. From a new character in John Wick 3. The Halle Berry character? Yeah. Okay. There, there, there's going to be a spinoff for that because she has a, a pretty good backstory that we barely get a taste of. Right. And then there's John Wick 4 that needs to happen still. So there's right there, there's six. Six movies. And then you know there's going to be a seventh because they all make a billion dollars or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. You're not going to, again, this isn't like life-changing stuff. It is just two hours of fun. So that was that's what I did entertainment wise on that Friday, and then I also my wife forced me to watch Big Little Lies on HBO. What the hell is that? Big Little Lies. Exactly. That's why I always thought it was like Pretty Little Liars. Right? Yeah, that's like that's what, what CW network was show. that on? Was it on CW? CW. Yeah. I feel like that, it was on a cable network. Look it up. I'm pretty sure CW. Because I thought it was like right. It feels like it was a CW. Yeah, show. like it was like around when Arrow was hot. Right. I used to see trailers for it or promos for it. Pretty Little Liars. Was it? Check it out. Now ABC, it. ABC Family? No. That's just probably the replays. Hmm. Could, I don't know. I might be wrong. I thought it was CW. Hmm. Anyways, yeah. It's nothing like that show. So Big Little Lies is an HBO show. Um, there's... I mean, if you watch a trailer for it, it kind of gives it away. But I'm going to say just watch it. Just watch it. It's a it's an interesting like show on dynamics of people. Hmm. And there's an event that happens that creates this dynamic or actually leads up to the event. So that's all I'll say. And like within the first minute, you find out what that event okay. is. Uh, but it's it's good. It's intriguing for the seven episodes and there's a season two already um it's a damn good cast what so, show is this again big little lies Big Little Lies. and it's based out uh out of monterey california so you like get really good beautiful you know scenery shots if you're into that so you got reese witherspoon nicole kidman uh who else am i missing god um adam scott james tupper James Tupper, and then what's her name? There's a few more really good. Laura Dern. Laura Dern. You said, uh, did you say Nicole Kidman? Yeah. And then Lenny Kravitz's daughter, Zoe. Is Zoe in it? Oh, really? Yeah, she is. Zoe Kravitz. Zoe yeah. Kravitz is in it. I didn't realize she was in this. Um, And then there's one more big name. I can't Meryl remember. Streep? Meryl Streep. Yeah. She's in season two, apparently. Oh, no, never, not Meryl Streep. Who am I missing? There's one more because there's a. Reese Witherspoon, you said that. 
Nicole Kidman. Kayleen Woodley? Yeah, there you go. She's really good in it. Okay. So, yeah, it's a pretty good cast. And I, it's an interesting show. I think it's a good, like, six... It's six or seven episodes for a season. You binge it. You knock it out. It drags on in the middle a little bit, but it's fine. It's it's okay. While we're on the subject of HBO shows, uh-huh. have you watched or have you seen the trailers to uh, Chernobyl? Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Yes, I just started it. Oh, I'm dude, two episodes in. That The history of that fascinates me so much, and I've watched the trailers. I don't know if I could watch it. It's really uneasy. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's an like, uneasy show. I've watched so many documentaries about uh, Chernobyl. There's even one about like this. This I think it's I think it was on Amazon. This guy, they actually go to Chernobyl, and then halfway through it, the big civil war in Ukraine starts or is happening. I, I'm kind of ignorant to that. I'll admit. Yeah. And like this, the guy that's recording everything gets shot at. Whoa. By the police. So that documentary is really interesting, and I've always really been interested in that subject, but. When I found out about that show, I looked up the trailer. Jeez, dude. I don't know if I can stomach it. It's an uneasy show. It, it, because, here's why it's uneasy. Because it happened. It happened, but also when you when they... And I don't know how much of it is dramatized. I don't know how much of it is real. Like, Of course, they're not going to show every single meeting. I'm sure there were a lot of meetings. So they have to like condense these meetings. But in the show specifically, and, and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to watch the whole thing. And like you, I'm just going to go into that rabbit hole of learning more about it, right? So yeah. I'll learn more about it. And, you know, my thoughts won't be as ignorant as they are like right now. Right. But it is crazy to watch that. And I get it. It's a different country. It's Russia. But at the end of the day, that a room full of guys will make a decision that impacts the safety of everybody. Right. Like there's no, that's it. There's. Eight guys in a room, they go, hey, all right, let's go around the table. Brainstorming session. How should we do this? Yeah. Okay, we're doing it this way. Okay, why? All right, boom, here's why. And guess what? These people have no say in their safety. They have no say in being free. You know, there's there's people that have actually moved back there. Why? Just That's just all they know. That's just all they knew. There's, uh, there's a zone Whoa. right inside it that is actually a, ho- a hotel and tourists actually go. How, there, what's the like radiation rate? There's, I don't remember the specifics, but they talk about it in one of the documentaries that I watched. I wish I remembered which one it was. But there's a people go because it's like fascinating because the city's still intact. There's still like so, uh, Soviet Union stuff all around that city. There's Whoa. the the museum is uh is still there with like uh, uh Soviet propaganda and stuff. It's all still there. It's just a snapshot of of that era in time. Whoa. Yeah, that's. I don't know if I would do that. I would, I would love to, but I, you know, I don't, I don't want to die. Like, do they wear radiation suits when they? Go I don't, away? I don't know, I don't think Look so. Look at Google that ra- current radiation rates of Chernobyl, or around Chernobyl. That's literally the first thing that pops up. Radiation levels now Chernobyl gallery. That's just because again, I'm only two episodes in, so, but <laughs> in this episode, they may sound like it. It's never gonna get good. Yeah. Under, I don't know what radiation reading millivert is the 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 way they they uh calculate it. Mm-hmm. Like, give me a number. Six thousand was uh the people who died within a month. Whoa. Six thousand uh m msv is the the metric that they use. Okay. 
So currently, I'm looking that up now, but 6,000 doesn't sound No, that's... Ooh, yeah, I, I wonder what it is. But yeah, there's... That's... People are still going there. Would you ever go to those hotels, those like haunted hotels that are guaranteed haunted? God, no. I don't think I would either. I'm not a big fan of ghosts. There's a... I'm looking this up now. There's a story on the Atlantic of... They, they went and visited uh, Chernobyl. So I'm going to bookmark this and go back. And read it. And those writers died, what, two months later? <laughs> like, why, if, some, if Mr. Gal came up to you and goes, hey, we're doing this story for Culture Map on Chernobyl, Chernobyl, we want to send you. But we can't guarantee that you'll live. Yeah. Or we can't guarantee you a comfortable life after. I'm good. Dude, it's so, look at this. Like, this stuff... Like just looking at the still frame. Whoa! Of all these dead, that dead is fascinating. Plants. Like this, this era, like civil, not civil war, World War Two, and the Soviet, like the time that fascinates me. Yeah. It's did I ever tell you I was a history major? No. Solely because of how interested I was in, in uh, World War Two, and then that's I, what got you in. Yeah, and once yeah. I started taking those courses, I was like, oh, you know what? I don't like this. <laughs> it's it's a lot of information. Yeah, and you really. Can't do anything with that information. Let me see. What year it was? When did it happen? Eighty? Was it eighty-eight? No. See if you can find that. My, my eighty-six, April 86. 26, 86. Okay, so the the, the show starts in eighty-eight. So that uh, hmm. that's why eighty-eight was fresh in mind there. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's pretty good. Man. I think you'll like it. I I watched it and. I'm hooked, and I'm going to finish it this weekend. I just haven't had time this week. Dude, this weekend, I went to the Sabercats game, and they have a brand-new stadium. For those of you that don't know what the Sabercats are, it's Houston Sabercats Rugby. If you listen to this podcast, you probably heard Sam Windsor on before, the Sabercats player. But they built a brand-new stadium, and it was their final home game, and I've been lazy. I haven't gone. Just been busy with other stuff. And finally, I went there, man. It is cool. I wish you would have come, man. I, I didn't even tell you. You I took not. Alan, uh, the intern. Oh, he you was, did? Yeah, because he heard me talking about it. He's like, hey, man, can I come with you? I was like, yeah, let's go, man. If, you know what? I'm, I'm down. And it was like, I don't, I don't go with new friends that much. But Alan was really cool. Yeah. It was fun to hang out with him. He's a good, he's a good guy. So there's a website called Chernobyl-tours.com. No and way. You book a tour to Chernobyl. How much? Let me see the prices. And there, the hotel, Dieska. Yes, Hotel Pripyat. Pri- Pripyat? There's more than one hotel, apparently. Whoa. Yeah. And you can just book. I mean, they don't. I mean, obviously. these aren't like radiation safe hotels or you just Dude, go. This is insane. Man, that's fascinating to me that you can just go there and still be allowed exclusive, to walk. Exclusive zone that is, yeah. You, could, you can only stay overnight, it looks like. That's yeah, you can only do one night. How much radiation does it have? That's Chernobyl have. There is no concept of hotel for tourists in the zone, so do not expect a universal service and facilities from such accommodations. Nevertheless, <laughs> there are good conditions for relaxing after a day of active exploration. <laughs> radiation back background in hotel room does not differ from background in Kiev or Moscow. Oh. Radiation levels now 300 SV per hour in the worst in the worst areas of the building, like the control room. It's a fatal dose in just one minute. Holy shit! That's but that's just right where like where right it where it happens. Right. Uh, let me see. 
The Dosometers. So this first hotel, I'll read the description. Okay. The hotel is situated in the heart of of, uh, of the Chernobyl town in the former building of Chernobyl Internal Form. It's a two-floor hotel renovated in 2014 with simple rooms. So this is in the heart of this, of that city. Man. What's it? Add? The second one, uh, Pribyat, is a Soviet style, whatever the hell that means. Man. So here it is. Levels of radiation immediately. I, I don't need immediately. I need it like right now. Now. Okay. The levels. Occasionally the hot water might be off. Okay. It's not that bad actually. So in Pripyat, the in the monument around it, it's at 11.5. Which means. You're, so here's a comparison. Okay. Your typical flight from New York to Tokyo you get an exposure of airline crew, airline crew flying New York to Tokyo. The polar route will have an annual exposure of nine. So it's two more than that? Yeah, you it's said 11, two more right? than that. But that's just around that monument. So let's see what else I can give you numbers-wise. Okay, metal claw used in the cleanup. That's 336 still. And otherwise, let's see. Cooling towers, 1.5 on the inside. Man, this is pretty interesting that they have all this. The hospital, 0.7. So that's not too bad, I guess. Let's see. Here's some other uh, numbers for you. Dude, you want to know how much while you looked at are you? Yeah. While you're looking that up, it's about $190 a, a day. <laughs> Dang. 90, some days are 90. Yeah, that's, in, that's crazy. Here's the natural radiation that we're exposed to all year. Two. So whatever this oh, unit yeah. is, it's at two. A dose in a full body CT scan is a 10. Hmm. Here's what it was when the explosion happened. 10,000. Holy sh- Single dose fatal within weeks. 10,000. Typical doses recorded in those Chernobyl workers who died within a month was 6,000. Yeah, that's the number. Right, the number really you said. Shit. Single dose, which would kill half of those exposed to it within a month, 5,000. Man, and that is radiation reading, which is the millisievert MSV number. All right, so there you go. Yeah, I, you watch it. If you're interested in history, I think you'll like it. And, of course, it's HBO. It's so well done. Like you can't you can't hate it. It just looks gruesome as hell, and, I'm, I'm like, gory stuff is... is yeah, it's not it's not a scary no? show. No, no, no. It's not like... It feels like it should be like The Walking Dead, but it's not. It's not. It's, it's just more historical. Oh, there's a river, apparently? there a tour that you can take oh a little Chernobyl. boat tour with a river tour <laughs> an air tour i guess you fly over the city that's probably uh, i don't know how i feel about I that i would do the radiation suit tour <laughs> i don't trust that how uh, fascinating if you knew you were terminally ill this is the only way i would do this yeah then if i, I knew i was okay like i'm probably going to die already like that's the, the, yeah i like, would de- i would do this but that changes everything. Then you can go. I mean, sure. you can do a lot of stuff, yeah. right? Terminally ill stuff. Yeah. I mean, then you're. I'm putting this on the bucket list. Let me see. I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm trying, what was I going to tell you? Did you see the video of the lady in Florida? She was in the beach or at the beach, goes in the water, is swimming around. Crystal clear water, right? It's really beautiful. I think she's over some reef. She's just minding her own business swimming. There's a guy in a balcony filming her 
it's it's weird. Like, why is this guy filming yeah. her, right? And then you watch he it. He turns into a mermaid? No. Oh. A shark shows up and is Eater? like five feet from her, and she has no idea. Holy shit. She is just right, like right there, and people are yelling at her, like, lady, lady, lady. It is crazy. After you watch that, I want to know, would you get in the water? God, no. I don't even know how to swim. I wouldn't have been in that water in the first place. Man, it is nuts. This big shadow just shows up and is five feet from her. At one point, I mean, it is like, it looks like it's gaining ground on her and it was about to do something and then it turns last second. Oh, fuck. Okay. I think I found it. Let me look this up. Yeah, it looks like it's just. It just a, happened yesterday or the yeah, video yeah. just went viral. Yeah. And then you got to forward, got to go about like a quarter of the way in and then the shark shows up. Because before that, it's just a creepy thing of a guy just recording from his hotel balcony. Why was he recording? Yeah, I don't know. Did, did we know? Did, did he get asked? No, when you get something cool like that on camera, nobody asks why you were doing it. That's fucking Because it is so weird why he was recording that. Come on, stupid ass. Because I don't think he knew the shark was there before. Yeah, that was the that was the creepy part. I'm like, man, that's, that's scary. That is scary. There's a 30-second ad on this video. It is what ad. website are you on? I am on, I guess, the Fl- the Florida affiliate for Fox or something. Oh, uh, they just take they take people's stuff and add con- ads on that. I hate that so much. That's not you didn't get the, you don't have the right. Goodness ads on gracious, that. he's so far away. What is he doing? That's what I'm telling Was you. Was he just recording the beach? I, I I'm not sure if he's that too zoom- far away yeah. to. I'm not sure if that zoom happened afterwards when like he caught it. He's like, whoa, that's weird. Like they went back and watched it or something because it starts off. Him just recording, and then he zooms in on this woman that's just out in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, there's no way in hell she was going to hear him. But the beachgoers finally heard. Like, the, yeah. people saw it, right? Because Holy shit, it's so close to Isn't her. that scary that she's five feet away? She has no idea. But everyone else does. Oh, my God. That's the ocean, man. That's why I love it. You just never know. You know where you won't find this? Galveston? Yeah. No, because <laughs> nobody will see the shark. <laughs> Water so... Water's so murky, man. It's actually not that bad. I, people that hate on Galveston, I hate y'all. Actually, I, I'm okay with it because it leaves more room for me out there in Bolivar. But I love it. It's still it's still a beach. Yeah, All right, so I, uh, I just saw the part where it turns around. You see it, and, and he's it like, away. he's like, oh dang, they got me. <laughs> Can't do it now. Okay, we got 14 minutes. What you been up to, dude? Not a damn thing. I mean, I've I've been steady working out. This shirt that I'm wearing. You remember you gave me this shirt like yep. six seven months ago. It wasn't fitting me anymore. That was part of my okay. I need to do something about this, and I'm wearing it today. Like, yeah, it's baggy on. It almost it looks, looks a little baggy. Bag, yeah, yeah, that's so, good. So yeah, that, I've been working on that. I've been sick this week, so I haven't really worked out. The one really cool pop culture thing I did was a, uh, and I'm, I'm not sure how you feel about this, but I finally watched Detective Pikachu. Okay. Well, you grew up with Pokemon. I right? grew up a massive yeah, Pokemon yeah. guy. See, I didn't grow up with this, so I had the cards. I had the games. I watched the show religiously. Is that technically anime? Yes. I watched the anime religiously. Yeah, because it so, was anime, right? Like when it initially released, yeah. wasn't it anime? And then now it's like a live. We Americanized it. Yeah. We took it. <laughs> uh, and as far as the movie's concerned, I there's a big twist that I figured out. It was uh, it was the the, tw- the big twist was a little bit on the nose, but it was so hilarious, dude. Like I I expected knowing that Ryan Reynolds obviously is the voice of Pikachu I expected it to be funny mm-hmm. but not not as funny as it was really? that movie that was great? hilarious I loved it 
Now, does it just stay in the Pokemon universe, or do they combine anything, or is that a spoiler? No, they don't combine anything. But no. uh, I was ho- I w- going in. I was hoping there would be like w- uh, like room for like a, some sort of sequel or spinoff. It didn't really feel like that. But I'm I'm a, the movie's been really successful, so I would assume there's going to be some sort of Pokemon sequel. Yeah, maybe not directly with this story, but yeah, the movie was. It, it definitely did it live up to the hype for you. Once, a, obviously, it's a, it's. I guess it's technically a kids' movie. Once you get through like the plot bullshit, like oh, that doesn't yeah. really make sense. Yeah, I think so. I, I, the Pokemon looked great. Like the vision I would have had for a live action po- like Pokemon, how they would look, yeah. was exactly that. The movie was a lot funnier than I expected. The story was cute. I'd say it's cute. I don't. Yeah, it's a kids movie. Yeah, so I I would say yeah. It, if it definitely did. Um, what was I? So Aladdin. I didn't watch it. My wife and baby Trickster went and watched it. <laughs> she and they loved it. Did you get the good job? Good job on Aladdin, Raheel. Yeah, please. couple, but I almost like played the joke out so people didn't tweet it to me that much. But Dell Dell made a good point where once it hits your like digital home box right like you can watch it anytime and it's on digital streaming that's i'll get, get a lot notes. more because you can take better screenshots like right now you <laughs> can't right and also well is this a movie that's going to attract our big dumbass ass listeners our dumbass our dumbass <laughs> listeners our dumbass <laughs> audience like i don't think so i think so you think so it, it's because a lot of our listeners have kids right it's a kid's movie they're gonna go Unless but you're a horrible dad like me. Those kids go. don't have a single idea of that movie, do they? I guess maybe if they watched it, like... No, 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 they If do. your parents are like, hey, look, I watched this growing up. Watch That's this it. shit. This That's is it. my shit right here. Like, I'd make my daughter watch Lion King, Aladdin, you know, stuff that yeah. I grew up watching, Space Jam, because I want her to relate to my childhood, right? right? Um, and then the other part is, whenever you're watching, you know, a lot, kids watch Disney Network, right? Or Disney Channel. Yeah. They work in all these princesses, Aladdin. Like, they sure, know, yeah. like, all the kids at my daughter's daycare know Aladdin. <laughs> and that doesn't mean they went and watched it. It's yeah. just, it's part of, it's part of our culture now, mm-hmm. almost. Like, these Disney movies are so ingrained in us. Like, she knows about these princesses, and we've never watched any of these. So, whether it be books, yeah, movies, you know, when you're coloring at school, or you're using a Disney coloring book, you learn about these, right. these characters. So, like, my daughter knew everything about it, and we watched Aladdin once. Wow. But she still knew. Like, but she, oh, she is smart. She listens She listens to classical music every day on That's a record true. player. Yeah, she is. She is woke. She is so. a little snobbish. <laughs> <laughs> she is. That was, I saw that uh, Lil Nas X video where the kids, Dude. the first graders, and people, all these guys on Twitter are like, this is awesome. This is so dope. <laughs> One guy I saw yesterday, and I just didn't want to be an asshole, so I didn't, like, mess with him. But he goes... Just look at look at them enjoying the moment. No phones, right? Like no shit. Yeah, <laughs> they're elementary kids. Well, like it was more of a see when you put your phone down, you can have fun, right? It's more of that. So I wanted to quote tweet it and be like, yeah, if they had a phone, they'd probably think the song is already dumb, and they had better music to listen to. That's why they're enjoying it, like shit, like that. Um, <laughs> I was like, come on, man. You know what I found so hilarious about that? In a sec. How does I'm trying to remember exactly the lyrics, but he says, uh, cheated on my baby, you can go ahead and ask her. And he also says, uh, 
riding on a tractor, lean all in my bladder, and the fact of like little kids singing that was hilarious. Yeah, I feel like yeah, it's, it's like, <laughs> like come on, obviously guys. the kids nice. have no idea what lean is. I know it's still, a it's... fun song <laughs> and all that. It's not age appropriate for kids. Okay, it's just not. <laughs> like even those other like there's a it happens every summer there's a summer jam that gets yeah. hot it gets everywhere and kids are singing it first graders <laughs> it's not age appropriate it's not but you know what it's cute it it's is cute, cute when kids say bad it, stuff it is cute yeah it always is uh anything else entertainment wise we got eight minutes left we're on a shot clock today i love it i can't off the top of my head oh we didn't talk about the the cause unique lows thing last week, last time. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't gonna... know if you want to talk about that. The reason I want to bring it up is I saw this yesterday, actually, which for those of you who know who calls is the, I guess he started as a graffiti artist, right? And he, his, New York, right? New York yeah. Artist? His, uh, his, what are, what are the, the toys called? I can't remember right now the, the name of his toys, but those, those got very popular and, uh, mainstream. His biggest thing was the Sesame Street collaboration. Well, he's he's had several with Uniqlo before. Companion, the the cost companion is the name of uh, okay. the figurine. This is going to be his last one with Uniqlo. Is it? And for those who don't know, uh, if you've never seen this work, K A W S is the artist name, and it's. I mean, if you like, if you're like into the culture at all, or even if you've gone to the mall and you've seen Uniqlo, it's the stuff with the X's. Yeah. In the eyes. Of like puppets, Sesame Street. The original you know, companion yeah. is basically Mickey Mouse with a different yeah. face, with a with a face of like a ghost with bones coming out. So that's what it is. Um, and you, so he had a very successful collaboration with Uniqlo. He's had several. And I, like you know what I love about five. his collaborations with Uniqlo? You can always get it. Yeah. Like for the most part, because mm-hmm. I've gone, I've gone like six months after drops, and they're still right there, fourteen ninety five. You can because buy. and that's that's the thing. They're fifteen bucks. Yep. You're not you you could buy like what's probably gonna happen on Monday is the popular the most popular stuff is gonna sell out and people will try to sell it on eBay for like fifty, sixty bucks and they're not gonna be able to sell it. Nope. So they're gonna lower it to thirty and then Uniqlo's gonna restock it and then your your things are gonna be worthless, which I love. I love that. I love that because of the accessibility of it. Like it's a big hype beast thing to have like a Uniqlo like cause shirt. Mm-hmm. But it's like I I think that's awesome. Like that everyone's able to get. I I like when people are able to get everything. Agreed. I, so. It sucks if you are in that resale game if you're trying to make money off of it. But if you just want to wear it, and you're like, hey, I want this shirt. I want this fifteen dollars shirt, right? Like fifteen dollars for a t-shirt, a nice t-shirt, and I want to be able to buy it, and I can without any hassles. It's awesome. And you and I already gave you my list. I want the two, <laughs> the, the pink the one, pink and the blue, and the one, blue right? one. I'm and probably gonna get. Pretty much one of everything. You're the going to go one. Okay. The two that you want, and then I pretty much want at least, like, I want the the normal tee. I want the striped shirt. So I'm probably getting almost every one, one of each almost. I was even going to do a tote bag, but then I didn't. <laughs> the tote bag is dope, man. It's pretty fire. It's, it's fire, but I have no use for it. If like, you go to an HEB, <laughs> whoa, you do. You still use plastic bags? I, I use paper bags. Hey, man. You know, we're all part of this environment. <laughs> okay. What you do impacts me. <laughs> all right so next time you know i'm gonna do I'll all right i'll you, buy one i'm gonna bring you a bunch of lululemon bags that you can use that's all right so I I we look like it's the it's the worst like because those bags are so awesome to use uh shout yeah. out to lululemon highland village sponsor my wardrobe for my videos thank you so much kelly <laughs> lee and all the team over there uh but we have i have so many bags from there 
Yeah. That that's all we use, and we're just like I'm just like walking around H E B looking like an asshole. <laughs> God. I remember I think two years ago you used for uh for for uh Easter or trick or treating, you used one of the bags and I, I I I remember tweeting at you like, dude, you did not have to you did not have to bust out the Lululemon bag for this. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's such a I think it was Easter two years ago, right? Yeah, Did it was Easter. <laughs> it was Easter two years. You're right. Because this like, year we used a Halloween bucket. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have one. We don't have an Easter bucket just laying around in a Muslim house. You know, so what are we supposed to do? Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, so we're gonna get those on Monday, right? June Hopefully, 6th. yeah. So that's uh, yeah. You can check out that collaboration. Just look up Uniqlo and K A W S. While uh, we're talking, talking about that, have you gone to the? Well, we're talking about art. Have you, have you gone to the Van Gogh art? No. The exhibit here in, in Houston. Where is it? I think it's at the 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 main uh, Houston Art Museum. Okay. And apparently Museum it's inter- fine art? it's interactive. Yeah, it's interactive. Like you could. Oh damn. Some of them are like like the popular one that I see on Facebook all the time is people sitting at like it's like a dinner, like a kitchen table and stuff like that, like a, a nice little setup, mm-hmm. and it's all Van Gogh stuff, and you can sit up, you could sit by them and stuff like that. Oh no. Take, take your IG flex pictures. I think it's here till the end of the month. I might look into that. I'm not. I go in. Fa- I, I'm phases with art. Yeah. Uh, like. I remember. Of course, we, like when I went to Rome, when I went to Paris, like I get into it, right? And like you're yeah. like you want to see these pieces, right? right. You want to go see certain things. And then when you're there, you stumble across like other great artists, all yeah. this stuff, and you go down that rabbit hole. And then, like, uh, my Basquiat phase from, what, like, six months ago. <laughs> uh, we've never talked about this on air. When me and you went to the Minimal, minimal, minimal? I can never yeah, say the, it. The, the Manil. And we were going there. You were like, oh, we're going to go see the Basquiat, Basquiat. We go there, and they didn't even have it up. Yeah, it wasn't that. <laughs> it wasn't even, uh, like, anywhere. And the lady was helping us. She's like, how do you spell it? I'm like, P-A-S-Q. I'm like, I thought everyone knew who he was, Yeah, right? And. Like, yeah, that's oh, we have it, and yeah. you're like, great. She's like, oh, it's not, it's we don't have it out, though. It's in the back. It's in like, the back. oh, can you go get it? <laughs> can somebody go get the Basquiat, please? Okay, that's why we came here. We came, we went on an art date. Jose and I went for our, our creative session, and we left like, <laughs> what that was it, nothing, it's not even there. Sad walk back, uh, to our cars. That was, I didn't know the campus was that big at the machine. yeah. Like it's, that was those like, the satellite buildings are badass. Yeah, like, that was a beautiful building. One of them looks like straight off of the Kitsy Ghost cover. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the artist. That was sick. Yeah, you and I were like, I think that's what uh, inspired him. Yeah, <laughs> but it turns out it was a Japanese artist. That <laughs> yeah, I, we looked it up. And we're like, oh, it's actually a Japanese artist. It wasn't this guy. But yeah, so we did that. Uh, that was what, like February, right? I think so. Yeah, that's before. No, ago. that was before that. That was before I was doing Charlie Show. Damn, that was, that was before. A long time ago. Yeah. Okay, we got one minute here. Anything else that we've left off? Congratulations to the Raptors. That was awesome. I'm oh yeah, give them love. I know it's not sports. We can't talk sports on this, but good <laughs> to see my my uh, beloved Eastern Conference Raptors doing it. I've been telling you guys for the last four years. Watch <laughs> out, watch out. This team's gonna get somewhere. But they won one game in the NBA Finals. That's why it's uh. So you got the Raptors winning it? Yep, I called it. Raptors in what? Raptors in uh, six. I have Warriors in six. <laughs> yeah, I I think they're gonna they're gonna pull this off. I hope so. I hope no KD either. I think it's a. It'd be nice to see like, hey, just a finals without a game breaker in it. Like, let's just see two good teams go at it instead of a super team. Yeah, that's why. Um, and then let me see what else did I have for you. Oh, quick review: the Tyler the Creator album. I love it. 
we damn i wish we we could spend more you time can spend on spend time on it two minutes go this is a so his last album uh flower boy was at that point his best album because it was there wasn't there was no nonsense on it I, like if you if you listen to tyler he always has these stupid little song hype songs that he throws in randomly with his with his little friends from odd future and i've never really liked those songs and they've always kind of thrown out they they've thrown they've thrown off the album that the the placement of that song always throws off the album flower boy was the first time that he didn't do songs like that it was straight this is what this is the the zone that i'm in for this album and that's it here's 12 songs of that here's 14 songs of that now he took that he did the same thing with igor and turned it up to 10 and like my favorite thing about it is like i feel like like a kid again last podcast we talked about how i like looking at like the credits for everything mm-hmm. and this is one of those albums that's like wait who's that voice doing that one thing and at first there wasn't he he didn't put out the credits till this week or was it this week i thought he he put it out was like this a, week i thought he put some artwork or a t-shirt or he, something he out tweeted there. out a, a picture of him wearing a vest that had the name of everyone on it that, oh, okay but not which songs not what songs they just okay. said it had a pin for solange a pin for Lil Uzi vert gotcha a pin okay. for jack white who i had no idea because he Jack White plays the guitar on the last song. He's not vocally. He's not on the album, so it was one of those experiences where I felt like I was discovering music again, like when I was yeah. in high school, like when I really got into music. It's it's definitely his best album, I think. Uh, it's is and as as things stand, I don't like having a recency bias with music, but it's probably my favorite album of the year so far. I. I don't okay, so I'm not tired of the creator junkie like you. Like you love him, you listen yeah. to his albums. This is my first full album of his that I listened to. And I've got I've tried to get into yeah. it before. And I'll be honest with you, his previous stuff, it just never resonated with you. Yeah, it, and, and I it just never hooked me. It never right. hooked me. Like that's the thing. I, I need something to hook me and then I'll stick around for the whole thing, right? Yeah. Like I am your casual listener <laughs> with artists I don't yeah. know. Like you got two songs to prove it to me. If I like it, I'm gonna stick around. This one from the get go, I put it on because I actually used my rule of three. It was you, Trey, and then I saw that Kanye was on the album, right? Yeah. So I was like, all right, now I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it because two guys I respect musically, like, all right, let's give it a listen. And I was like, I was blown away. Yeah. It's my album of the year right now. And I'm so and, happy and, to hear that. <laughs> and, and I love that album. So like much. I have no I have no dog in this fight. It's yeah. the only album this year that I've put on multiple times within the first day like over one of my favorite bands vampire weekend which came out oh. with an album the same weekend right or two no, i haven't two even, i ago. haven't even listened to that album yet i yeah. have it i have it downloaded but i haven't like father of the bride is nice but igor is dope yeah like it and i like an album that flows together and that's what it, that's always been I his problem that. yeah it's always been his problem because he will do Oh, here's this jazzy song. Wait, no, hold on. There's this rock song. Wait, yeah. here's Jasper rapping about nonsense for two minutes. It's like it's good. If you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend it. And I recommend go beginning to end. Yeah. And I think the first six to seven songs is like a strong first six that yeah. just flow perfect. You feel the relationship, like that falling in love, the right. the downs, the highs, all that in one album. It's so good, man. I. I, I love it. From I, have you seen the full credits, or do you have a, a sense of? Most yeah, of them? yeah, I have a sense. What of was it. your biggest surprise? Um, from his from his features on that album. 
Pharrell, I think, was the biggest one. I forgot about Pharrell's part. Yeah. Pharrell's part is one of my favorite things, him yeah. rapping at the end of the album. Yeah, Pharrell was the, pretty good. The biggest surprise to me was when I finally realized that's Lil Uzi Vert singing on Igor's theme at the beginning. I didn't see yeah, That's I, him, the chorus? Yeah. Because what Tyler does a lot is he doesn't like his voice, so he manipulates his voice all the time. Yeah. I thought that was him manipulating his voice. No, that's Lil Uzi Vert singing. That's nuts. Like, it just, and that's the thing, you don't even, I, I again, like, I don't, Lil Uzi Vert, I don't listen to him, right? right. So, like, I don't know that sound. Right, but and I listen me, to him a lot. Like, I listen, yeah. I love his last album, but I didn't, like, it didn't resonate yeah. with me. I went into this album because there's no credits, on, there's no uh, credits on the actual song titles. That's not, yeah, it's so just it's a just, song. Yeah. yeah, so I'm listening to it, and I'm I'm not, I can't, I I saw the credits, and it said, uh, it said he had a writing feature, uh, had a little Uzi Vert's uh, mm-hmm. real name. I don't remember it off the top of my head right now. So I was like, oh, I guess he wrote the hook or something. And then someone tweeted at Tyler, so what is Little Uzi Vert doing on Igor's theme? And Tyler literally re- responded with, with the hook. And I was like, wait, what? So I go back to listen to it, and that's when it, like, I resonated with me. I was like, oh, shit, that's him singing the chorus. Yeah. That's, it's such a creative sound, too. If you've never listened to Tyler, comma, the creator, <laughs> you have to just, just listen. It's a unique sound. It's, yeah. so, it's something so different. This one is very... From the, all the snippets, I knew like it was like okay, this sounds a lot like very for for uh, obviously for us is if you know anything about Tyler, that's his hero, that's yep. that's his Kanye, like to us. So it sounded a lot like his stuff, but his his uh his his I don't know the word demeanor, not demeanor, but his characteristics stick out a lot as well. So yeah. it's 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 it almost feels like he's gone full circle from like his early stuff with Bastard and Goblin. It's like, this is who I was when I was making Bastard and Goblin. This is who I wanted to be. He's finally gotten there. That's awesome. So it's, it's, it's really, it blew my mind. Yeah. I, I listened to that album. For so the there, there you go. If you're listening to this podcast from a diehard fan and a casual fan, we recommend it. Yeah. So that, like, that, that right there is your listening. <laughs> uh, that's your homework yep. for the next week or two, depending on our schedules. <laughs> All right, we're done. As always, please follow us on Twitter at parj94 at the underscore Raheel. Please subscribe to the podcast if you just stumbled across this from Twitter or if you just stumbled across it from I don't know how else you would find it. But if you're listening, please subscribe to it, rate and review it. And please share it with your friends. Share it with them. Please. Tell them, hey, they're doing some mediocre podcasting <laughs> here. You know, join the fun. Okay, we're done. We'll talk to you next time. And thank you again for listening. Bye, guys.